0: Everyone, welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is episode 106 on February 2nd, 2022. My name is Sarah, and I'm here with Tyler. How are you, Tyler? Good. Question mark. <laughs> you should be happy. You got your, you got the best MLB cover art this week.
1: Yeah, you mean the best cover athlete?
0: Well, and and cool cover art. It's manga cover art. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That'd be cool. Every time you turn on PS5, you see manga Otani. <laughs>
1: i'm happy that he he's on the cover yeah it's, uh, it's deserved good. it's a deserved choice for sure he's pretty much the face of baseball right now mm-hmm yep no it's uh and you said but the early access i think if you pre-order it comes out April uh, first
0: april fools it's not gonna work again yeah right <laughs> and it's on game pass day one again uh-huh. they're just asking for trouble and it's on switch this year so the world really is gonna blow up i'm still looking forward to it of course you it's are less
1: than, less than two months away at this point so
0: is there still... Have you been putting, like, less and less time? Like, do you still play MLB every day?
1: I log in every day, but I wouldn't really say I'm playing that much. There's not much incentive at the moment. Mm-hmm. I still get, log on to do the daily stuff. But really, there's nothing left to collect. And, like, if you're really... If you're just there to play it online, and the online is kind of a mess right now. There's been a lot mm-hmm. of server issues, a lot of freezing issues. Um, and I'm, the people that are still left playing it are either just going to go you into the ground or just gonna quit the first time you hit a home run so it's not really that fun right now
0: i'm trying to remember when you stopped playing 20 because like last year obviously with your 120 hours of 21 oh of 20 do you like you did a big chunk of it there was still
1: a few more there's a lot more uh, like offline incentives last year, I think than there are right now. Like I think, remember last year they still had that extreme program,
0: right? I was
1: still kind of grinding away at that, and they had like they had a ton more conquest maps last year. They that's true. They traded they traded that off a bit this year in favor of more like player programs and other fun things they did. But yeah, they had like basically I think after Christmas last year they dropped like thirty conquest maps, like just like small. Oh, maps. wow! But still, like you could, it was just for me to check off my OCD. I just did them <laughs> all anyway, and you know. Yeah, I, I def, definitely I think I had a little more replay value at this point of
0: right last okay. year. But so we're not going to go hard in March and then roll right into twenty two.
1: I don't think so, really. Hmm. No,
0: I know what you've been playing a lot of is Apex though.
1: Yeah, I really have kind of gotten back into the flow. I mean, I've always been playing it, but yeah, lately but it's, it's you're been like, like the number one
0: going into ranked well, every I think, night. I
1: think part of that, yeah, well, that's part, that's what I was gonna say. It's two parts. Number one is playing a lot more ranked, which you get a lot more competitive gameplay like it's fun to just drop in regular pub games like trios mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter if you die you just quit and leave whatever but like i don't know you just get you get much better teamwork and communication obviously when you play ranked mm-hmm. and it just feels more rewarding when you get a win and i've been playing a lot a lot more with andrew lately right we're trying to get back into it so we can get ready for season 12
0: which is february 8th yes awesome so lots to talk about soon yes there will be <laughs> much and you've been getting what a lot of second places a couple firsts
1: oh yeah well i did get a first today <laughs> oh good uh but yeah a lot of second places but again that's when you play ranked it's uh you know you're going up against a lot of pre-made three-team squads yeah. so when there's two you we just andrew and i kind of cross our fingers that our third is just competent. <laughs> If they have a mic <laughs> and they're willing to like Play along, communicate, yeah, where they're going or something. At right. least then we'll have a better chance of winning. That's good. um How many of them
0: usually have a mic though? Uh,
1: in ranked, I'd say it's like eighty percent of the time. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah.
0: okay. I'm sure, it's like, you just have a pulse headset with a built-in, anyways, so mm-hmm. they have no choice. Yeah, and I was uh
1: I was thinking about like you know I really haven't been watching many movies lately, like new movies. Obviously, it's kind of a, a the dry ty- typical month. typical for it to be dead this time of the year.
0: How are your six shows going?
1: Uh, good. Like, yeah, I pretty much just watch whatever I'm in the mood for. You know,
0: so always Archer. Ah, that's
1: always good for. Always good for a couple laughs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, because of like my little movie drought here and the fact there's really mm. not much worth going to theaters for anymore. Now the theaters have reopened here, thankfully. Mm. Uh, I, I I think I told you the other day. I'm like I might just go see the new Uncharted <laughs> film out of boredom and w- morbid curiosity. <laughs> Like if I go over with like no expectations, maybe I'll just enjoy it as a uh, dumb action film. You know? When does it come out? I think it's like February sixteenth or something.
0: Man, I would have to go in with like negative negative one hundred percent. it
1: It's got to be because fourteenth is what Wednesday's Super Bowl. Fourteenth. Oh,
0: fourteenth. Fourteenth is a Monday, isn't it? Yeah, fourteenth is a Monday. So the
1: comes out the eighteenth. Then I don't yeah. know.
0: But, Either way, yeah. it doesn't look good.
1: <laughs> I don't think it'll be great. Hope, yeah if the action's good and it's got you know like i said it's it,
0: gonna have the set pieces from the game and right that's all the people are going, going there for yeah
1: yeah we'll see
0: do you have a topic you'd like to talk about today
1: i do uh keeping with the schedule uh we're talking video games today so um, something i was thinking about i thought about like on my way to work this morning driving in, i was thinking about it and then the work i didn't have a lot of time to do much like research on it so mm. I have a few ideas in my head, but I might just be spitballing a few of these. I'm hoping you'll pick up some examples as well, but I wanted to talk about uh, I can't remember what prompted me to actually have this discussion, but Did uh, it
0: with myself in the car.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was just trying to think about what are some of the best best, and we can go best and worst examples of uh, collectibles in games. Oh. So, and by that, what I mean is I'll give, I'll give I guess I'll give a what's what's widely what's widely regarded in the industry as a bad example of how to do collectibles in video games
0: i would have said assassin's creed
1: i think a little older than that
0: older Go
1: back to the n64 days maybe
0: like not donkey kong yeah 64 yeah because it has so many different types of collectibles
1: well yeah and the fact that you had to basically if you found one you had to run all the way back to the character swap section yeah, and no, then it's very true. tedious it is like, tedious.
0: i found it fun though when i was a kid because I was like, it, it, definitely time padding. Yeah.
1: Nowadays, trying to do it as an adult, you're just like, the hell with this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> screw that. <laughs> I'm gonna play the whole game with Donkey, unless I'm forced to. Uh, yeah. I would have said Assassin's Creed, though, because of the, like all the, the 200 flags and feathers or whatever that you had to collect. ridonky Like Just like straight up collect stuff where you don't gain anything from it. Poo-poo.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's obviously... I mean, there's two ways to look at this. Like, when we were in our high school years let's say when mm. achievements and trophies were a big mm. thing at that time too it, there was a lot of times we would try and max out 100% a game or use a guide to get all the collectibles for something even if there wasn't really a huge reward for it it was just more of like a completionist mentality but like nowadays when you're if you're an older gamer trying to prioritize your time and if you want to go for some collectibles at least you want it to be rewarding either from a story perspective or if it rewards the gameplay in a way like Mm -hmm. i think an example i saw when i read a couple articles of collectibles and games that were done right um one of the examples i saw mentioned a lot was the fallout games with the bobbleheads because a there's not that many of them i think Fallout three only had like 30 yeah and but the point is when you collect them you get like a permanent stat boost reward yes you do so that's a big thing yep um, and they're not like super Like yeah you probably Need to use a guide To find some of them But there were some That just like out on a desk In an, in a, in an office somewhere Yeah like, when that the not... game
0: Is bloody huge You'd still have to like Keep your eye mm-hmm. open But they for do them.
1: Because they're colorful They yes. kind of stand out In, in an ap- very...
0: apocalyptic world right. They are nice And bright blue and yellow
1: Yeah <laughs> yeah you mentioned like assassin's creed earlier like obviously you go back to the original assassin's yes. creed game, you had to collect all these flags that yeah. was very tedious mm-hmm. assassin's creed 2 wasn't that bad you had to collect i think it was 100 feathers yes and there was sort of a reward for, well i mean there, not sort of there was a reward was for that armor? whether it was a cape cape whether yeah. it was worth it or not is kind of the question because <laughs> well there's two ways to look at it like yeah you collect the feathers and you got a like, i think it was a red cape for uh, yeah. for Ezio and oh, so two reasons number one you needed to do it if you were trying to go out for achievements or trophies that yeah. was part of the achievement to collect the cape yeah. but also when you wear the cape um you your notoriety meter fills up so when you're running through an area the guards will always chase you when you're wearing the cape
0: why would you want that
1: what's well, what i mean if you like the combat it's a good thing i guess but if you're trying to be stealthy it's obviously a terrible thing uh, because
0: like you got the cape you had to do it for like your little brother or something
1: right your brother okay. wanted to collect the feathers. and
0: Why would he want you dead? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting choice, but okay.
1: And But another example of a bad one, I guess you could say, and it's one that I did back in the day. I, I unfortunately put myself through the punishment of this. I remember Grand, the- Grand Theft Auto 4. Yes, I remember this. All, killing all the pigeons. Yes.
0: Ugh. I remember using the guide for that. Because the problem was there was it. no
1: way in-game to track which ones yeah. you found. Like it, It's not like it would say like there is five in this part of the map or five in this city. It, it would literally just have a stat that would be like you know zero out of 100 pigeons. And if you killed one, it would say, okay, you killed one out of 100 or 10 out of 100. But you wouldn't know unless you're using... So if you're using a... Gu- say you just play through the game normally and you killed 20 pigeons mm-hmm. just out of luck or whatever. And then you're doing a guide after. You have no idea of knowing which 20 you killed. Mm-hmm. So you have to go, basically go to every spot on the map because like, the, the strategy guide would show a little screenshot of like you know the edge of a pier or like yeah order of a building where there's like a hot dog stand you're like yeah. okay i gotta go find where the heck this is now and look for a, like a pigeon that's like the size of you know your fingernail and you're like <laughs> what the hell <laughs> is this thing you know and the funny thing about that game too the game just just a you even more you know what rockstar would do when you shot the pigeon regardless of whether you were alone like you could be out in the middle of nowhere if you shot the pigeon all of a sudden you had a wanted level and the cops would chase you oh, of course <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: just for a pigeon
1: just for shooting a pigeon like okay <laughs> Um, that was another one I read. Uh, I think I remember doing... I don't remember if I got all of these. I remember when I played L.A. Noir. I think you had to drive around and collect 50 film reels. There was like golden mm. film reels. And they were like super well hidden, Like in places you would never think to look.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I do remember that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Now, I don't think that had any kind of story. Payout, I don't think though. so. I think it was just there for, again, probably for achievements or trophies or whatever. But, yeah. So, uh, like, I got a good... Okay, games, pretty much every game, every, like, story-based single-player game nowadays has some form of collectible, like, audio logs or text logs. And that's been mm. a thing for, like, 15 years. Bioshock years. and yeah. stuff. Bioshock, Dead Space. They were one of yeah. the original ones from that generation that did it. The Bioshock ones were really well done.
0: Diablo 3 also does that. I don't know. I am not an audible learner. Mm. So, like, when, I, when I'm when i running around and listening to those, I'm not listening to those. <laughs> uh, I'd have to go back into, like, the help screen to re-listen because I would miss all of the, like, story dialogue uh, and not know what's going on, mm-hmm. uh, like. But it helped when I was watching you play Bioshock and listening, because then I helped you do it. Yeah, sometimes you pick myself. up an
1: audio log and have like a password yes. or a code for a safe in it or something. Yeah. Like,
0: oh, here you go. But when I'm doing it myself, I, I'm not listening at all. I can't. I can't do two things at once.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think. What are some other like bad examples that I read about? Um. Like bad or just like tedious. You know what I mean? Um,
0: Isn't Crackdown known as a good one?
1: Yeah, people, lo- again, at least for the first couple of yes. games, like, uh, yeah, people loved collecting the orbs. But again, I think there was sort of a gameplay benefit to that. If, I'm not, if I remember I correctly, was... if you collected them, you would upgrade your agility or your, like, right. you would jump higher or something. Yeah. Or, um, oh, another one, I think, uh, uh, Burnout Paradise. I remember. Mm, the like billboards? And yeah, you crash the billboards. And the yep. fun part of that was, so you'd be driving, you see a billboard in the distance, and you'd be like, okay, well, you know, you wanted to crash through. I, I can't remember if there was a gameplay benefit to it or if it was just you know probably for collectibles sake but it was more of the fun part of trying to figure out how to get to the billboards Mm -hmm. because every one like you'd see it like you know you you had to get to like the roof of a building and there'd be a ramp on the building but you had to like i don't know even it wasn't enough just to drive off the ramp maybe you had to like hit it at a certain angle and flip your car so you like corkscrew through something and hit the bill like you know it became a challenge of physics Mm -hmm. and uh it was pretty fun to do that the, the the Need for Speed games had it too, like Criterion like the, so they did it with like Need for Speed, uh, Most Wanted, and uh, I can't remember, but yeah, that's been a thing in a lot of racing games. You crash through billboards and signs. Like I mean, the for the forts are rising games. You know, when you collect those signs on the side of the roads, the uh, the word for them besides signs, I can't even think of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you, cra- you, crack, you know, there'd be like fast travel boards. You crash mm. through, so you can unlock fast travel faster. Oh right. Or something. You, you just got credits or XP, so you can buy cars or unlock things faster. But unfortunately, like, you know the problem with uh, open world games, especially Ubisoft games, is they love to just throw so many different collectibles in there, and most of them don't really have a tangible benefit. Yeah. Other than checking off a box on a on a list, or. Mm-hmm. Uh...
0: But I'll do it, like because my the, the one example that is bad for me is Wow, because there is so much like never ending amount of stuff to do to collect to earn like mounts toys achievements um, just gear um, just an endless amount uh, and then because I have collectible OCD I downloaded an add-on to show me what is available in every single zone which was such a bad idea so bad because it's all I look at I look at oh I, I could get this um, larva battle pet I don't do battle pets, but now that I know this larva battle pet is here, I have to go and collect it. Um, and it's just, it's 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 a horrible thing to have, but I love it. I love making sure I do every quest in an area to make sure I get all the gear pieces so I'm not missing out. Um, but, like, there's just so many collectibles that mean absolutely nothing, but I will go after them, even if I'm never going to use them, <laughs> because it's just... It's just a, it's just a number going up. It's horrible. I
1: you know another one that I guess could be on both the best and worst list that became popular a couple of generations ago was the the Batman Arkham Asylum games or the Batman like Arkham. The games, Joker ones. The Riddler. The Riddler. Sorry, the, the Riddler, Riddler uh, yeah. puzzles.
0: Yes.
1: The, like, like Arkham Asylum was perfect because there wasn't too many of them and they weren't like super hard to figure out. You'd use a guide for a couple of them maybe, but it was fun to just you know to take a maybe a bit of a break from the the game's reaction heavy obviously so doing the puzzle stuff and doing some light traversal like platforming stuff was fun with the back grapple and stuff like that arkham city because it became more open world had a lot more of the riddler stuff and it was still fun but that was where i started i probably only did like half of them because i was like i don't again unless you're going for achievements or trophies i didn't really care about finding them all but where i heard it got the worst was in arkham knight okay because I think that had the most, something like th- 300 of them or Oof. something. But the problem, too, is you had to collect them all if you wanted to get the secret ending. Like, the true oh, ending. Oh,
0: that's the worst. Yeah. That is That abso- is... Especially if you don't know that going mm-hmm. into it. Or, like, I know an example of one of the worst is Final Fantasy Twelve. Because Final Fantasy Twelve you know, it's a Final Fantasy game. It has, like, chests. Oh, yes. yes. And at the beginning of the game, in the first town, there is a chest. Mm-hmm. And... If you open it, it locks you out from getting like the ultimate weapon in the game or something.
1: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah.
0: Like you just can't open. It's supposed to like I think hold it. Li- if you if you leave it closed, you come back later and it has something in it. But if you open it earlier, it it's gone. screw you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's that, so that, awful. If that
1: exists just for the sole purpose of selling strategy guides. Yeah, yes. Back then. Uh, how else would you know?
0: Oh, so bad. I mean, bad. the
1: thing with the Batman stuff, like I said, if you really wanted to see the true ending, you could just go on YouTube and watch. Oh, it. Oh, any
0: like, any true ending. Yeah. Nothing is ever as bad as Final Fantasy X-2, though. Right. But that's not really collectibles. That's just evil. Evil random things. Um, I don't know. I, I guess in open world games, as long as my searching leads to like me getting permanent stat-ups, like, you always find items in a corner, yeah. in a deep, dark corner. It's like, oh, yeah, add one to your strength or something. It's like, yeah, this was, I guess, worth it. Or like you're playing Pokemon, and you get a rare candy or something. You're like, that's cool. I won't use this till it's like level 80. I don't feel like grinding at 81. But... It still it still feels good good enough i just miss the collectibles in like the xbox days where it actually turned into a reward for your avatar right like doing stuff and collecting stuff would let you collect avatar gear so i could look like lightning or Vanille or what i don't think it was vinyl. i think it was a Sai soldier <laughs> or something yeah um but yeah like that made it even more worth it on multiple levels like i got better in the game and i looked super cool taking my profile picture but i yeah or, or but trophies are just evil P- trophies are there to just make me collect everything and get nothing and feel nothing
1: <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of another assassin creed example of one that's actually good because they're not they're kind of a pain in the butt to track down but there is a reward for it and i'm thinking um if you go back to the black flag days you had to track down the there. There'd be you'd be in a town or something, or an island or something, and there'd be a little piece of paper floating in the wind. And usually, you had to climb <gasps> a building or a
0: tree oh, or something to get
1: to it. And then, but once you caught it, you get a, a sea shanty.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. these are in Valhalla. Yeah, I don't know how to catch them.
1: There, there. You have to really like. If you lo- oh, if you lose it, it's gone. I think it, I think it will regen if you leave the area yeah. and come back. But yeah, like you really okay. have to stay. You can't like. If it gets out of your sight for a, minute, or I think if it gets to a certain point, the game will just sort of it'll just trail off and vanish into thin air.
0: I ha- yeah. yeah, I like I had to climb a tree, right. And it was like literally slightly out of reach. I'm like, what? I just, what, you, how you do have you want to, me you to me you catch you? You have to like you? leap,
1: jump off the branch to grab it oh midair. It, it doesn't gosh. just like s- it doesn't just like stop at a certain point for you to grab it. You have to like catch it while it's flying in
0: midair. because uh, all I want in those games is Sea Shanties. <laughs> like, I played those games for Sea Shanties. Yeah, like just give me a Spotify playlist of Assassin's Creed Sea Shanties, I'm there. Those are the best part. I would almost consider your MLB game collectible, honestly. And it's kind of the best because, I don't know, it's fun to collect it. trading cards. Like, they had the loop. But it's also bad because it becomes useless after a year. <laughs> and it can go away. <laughs> but, I don't know. I, I would consider that a collectible game. You're collecting cards. You're trading them in for new cards or new money. You're trading mm-hmm. them on a the market. The only
1: reason I don't really consider a true, quote, collectible is only because... You don't really have to earn it organically. You can just literally buy it if you want to. That's so true. So, kind of a uh, shortcut. I mean, you can buy any card I in the guess. game if you have enough money or. I guess. Or if you farm enough or grind enough to.
0: Real money ruins everything.
1: That <laughs> <laughs> um, was another example I was thinking of.
0: I remember Tales of Azalea had catching cats. There was like 200 cats in the game. And I did it because it was cats. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I needed. Yeah. <laughs> I think now you collect owls in the new one, and they get you like equipment or something. I don't think it's stat upgrades, but equipment's still nice. I'll take it. But in the Tales games, the equipment doesn't change the character anyway, so it's just kind of like, well, you're wearing it underneath those clothes, right? Yeah. I feel there's so many more I'm missing, though. How about the collectibles in Lego games?
1: <laughs> yeah, I never go. You're like all the all the different mini kits or mini figures. Or whatever, oh, um.
0: yeah. I love 100% of those games just to find what weird and i don't even know what the word is weird obscure Obsc- obtuse obtuse Way obscure. they hide things i don't even know okay just yeah. the weird puzzles i think of but after you play one of those you've played them all and you and you can figure out anything after that but i will those are just those are just fun mindless collectible games that i'm 100 okay with what they are i have to get into the i don't think i've done any of the superhero ones yet i've done any in 100 indiana jones and don't ask me oh. why I
1: know another game that has collectibles that i don't care about again unless you're going for trophies which i, I agree Hi. I, granted i've done these in the past but i stopped doing them after a while they're is smart the uh, the uncharted games with their treasures they were boring yeah, they were They were. the problem is they're so obscure was like so it's it's like there'd be a little because what it is it's just like a little speck on the map like a pixel that glows
0: there is a spot on the map that shows up it shows you where the collectibles no, are. No, no,
1: I'm saying, like, if you're exploring, like, say you're climbing through the jungle or you're, like, you're climbing a cliff near a waterfall, you can see a little sparkle out of the corner of your eye. Oh. Like, oh, is that the? So you have to, like, I have to climb, I have to climb all this stuff, jump over this vine to get to this little treasure, which, I mean, yeah, you can view it in a menu and rotate it and all that fun stuff. Woo! <laughs> yeah, but it has no tangible <laughs> impact on the gameplay, uh, or even in, like, the lore. It doesn't really matter. Nope. No. It's kind of a waste. To be fair, they, uh, uh, Naughty Dog did get better with uh, with that stuff in the Last of Us games because at least the stuff you collected in those games had a story impact. Like you would collect uh, comics and journals and stuff as you're exploring people's houses. Uh, usually there'd be little side stories in there. Yeah. yeah, little little tidbits about the world that are and like those aren't again those aren't in the form of audio logs or anything. It's stuff you have to actually have to read. Uh, Like a letter or like I said, or like a map first. Actually, I like like when games do that. Like when you're exploring an open world game and you find a map for something and the map Mm. will be like, the map will say, go to this point to find this treasure or item or whatever. But it's not like it just shows up on the map. The map will show you like a physical location. You have to sort of decipher.
0: Oh, that's like of Thieves. Right. Oh, man, that was fun. That was my favorite part of Sea of Thieves is like getting the treasure map and trying to physically find where the bloody island was on the map and then <laughs> go there and try to find where the X is on this place. That was that was my favorite part. One of my least favorite recent ones is the Kirby Star Allies ones where you're collecting puzzle pieces to fill oh, out yeah. a puzzle. Right. And you have to... you Like that game is so short. People people are mad at that game for how short it is and I don't blame them. It's still a good game, but you ha- because it's so short, you have to replay levels so many times to be able to finish these puzzles and it's it's just a picture right like nothing comes of it luke does not approve of me being mean to kirby i'm not saying it's a bad game i'm just saying that collectible is uh, bad
1: i, I know it doesn't really count as a collectible thing because it's part of the it is part of the main story and the gameplay hook anyways but i think mario odyssey did a really good job with all oh, the, the moons because they do a good job at least early on in the game it feels like you're getting a moon like every five minutes so yeah. you, there's like a rewarding loop to it.
0: Exactly. That that's why I love hooked. that game. Yeah. Like you could just like go to a store and buy one. Like, right, you could. But... Or you could like accidentally ground pound somewhere and find one. It's like, oh, sure. Cool. Thank you. And
1: then when you're going back and like replaying a level and you know you're missing a few moons. and you, That's where it gets creator, creative with like, you know, you got to. You look.
0: can buy hints. but Yeah, you can.
1: Uh, and obviously you can look up guides and stuff. But a lot of time, I think the game is smart enough to show you. Yeah. How to find stuff.
0: Uh, what I really liked about that too is that to go on to the next level, you had to have a certain amount of moons. Like right. say you needed 10 moons. Well, you could you could either find them by collecting them or you could beat a boss and get three there. Like you could, you could play the levels differently and still make it to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Like I went through some of the levels not being the bosses. I didn't need to. I already had enough to go to the next world. Or you can collect extra because you need a certain amount to go to some worlds, but... Yeah, no. I I loved how just I kept earning them without sometimes even trying. It was just like naturally. Or you would search them out, like, Oh, this looks like a little puzzle and I did it. See
1: the same thing for the um like the Mario three D games. You know, yet usually every level has like three green stars or whatever.
0: Oh and yeah.
1: Like to unlock uh, like a, a mini boss or a, uh, the end of, a, end of a level you yeah. had to have so many green stars. So again, if you could, the first two levels usually you could easily find all the green stars. Yeah, no you're, problem, you're feeling good about yourself at that, sometimes that point. Sometimes, sometimes you finish a level you're like, oh, I only got one green star, where the heck are the other two? And yeah. And replay the level a couple more times to yeah. try and find out where they are or how to get them.
0: Me and what Lucas what ability you need to get them. Me and Lucas are stuck at the end of world though because we need like a crap ton of stars to g- oh, yeah. unlock the last one. It's like, we have to literally like three star almost every level and I don't know if we can do that together.
1: (laughs) I know uh, I don't have a lot of experience with this game even though it's you know it's on everybody's list of one of the best games of all time but I just can't get into it but Breath of the Wild I know a lot of people do complain about having to collect all those Korok seeds or whatever.
0: They complain? I heard people love it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I, I think there's like 900 of them or something though people love and doing those things i know it's, it's but it becomes mind-numbing like that's too oh much. for sure if, if, you, h- if i have to collect anything in a game if it's gonna be more <laughs> I, I think just under 100 is the sweet spot if you're telling me mm. i have to collect
0: what if there's 10 things that are under 100 though well
1: yeah i'm just saying like anytime i see a collectible where something's like 200 250 300 five, whatever the number is there's could, like 800
0: moons you just didn't complain about 800 moons
1: no no but again those are like core to the gameplay i'm talking about like when okay. you're playing like say something like again you know grand theft auto you get to kill 200 pigeons yeah. or and again but what's the point like and there's so, none no
0: just to say you did it exactly you did it i was
1: dumb enough to do it yeah i was young and i had more time in my hand <laughs> i
0: think i'm getting too old for collectibles well
1: that's the thing right yeah, i feel like it's a <laughs> younger person's game definitely uh when you get older, you just don't have time for it. And again, it, it's worth it if it's going to have tangible gameplay or story implications. And I will yes, go after. I will
0: hundred percent go after yes. anything to do with story um, or mounts mm-hmm. in WoW <laughs> or really cool equipment. Um, but nowadays, where it's like for a trophy or achievement, I have to wrestle with myself and then say no. <laughs> because it is just too much of a time investment for such little return
1: like i think it's it's something that again when we were younger and games were i don't want to use the word simpler because that sounds mm. uh, uh, in, unintuitive they were, but. Had,
0: but people try to cram too much in games nowadays which is a problem I think, I think they were i think they hit the sweet spot back then yeah where now it's just like six different currencies seven different collectibles and it's like oh my gosh how about we scale it back a little bit here
1: once every studio in the world started making open world games, some mm. knew how to do it well, and some just thought more was more is better.
0: I think Skyrim is well; it doesn't have too much. But then yeah. you get like Far Cry Six, and it's like, I can't keep up. Which what? Oh no! What was the really bad one? Uh, oh, Immortal Phoenix Rising. There, I don't even understand what some of the currencies do. I, could, I don't know which ones are the premium ones I have to pay real money for. I don't know which ones I can collect. I don't know which ones I get from doing quests. I don't know. I don't know, but I know I don't have enough money to do stuff, so I don't know how to get the proper money. Uh, but anyways, I think I think simpler times would be better times. Honestly,
1: yeah. Well, like I said, that's those are my thoughts. I just like it's again. I, I can't. I wish I could remember what prompted the. Maybe it was because like the other day I was reading about Dying Light two. And how oh they, my they, gosh. they They love to boast how much stuff there is to do in that game, and I was like, stop. <laughs>
0: Yeah, their, their, their social media has been a little bit of a, a unselling the game to some people. I would say I just feel
1: it feels like something that companies would do 10 years ago. They would hype up how big their game was and how many hours you yes. could do doing stuff. I feel like gamers aren't into that anymore. No, like, people
0: are more into the cons- like the not concise. What am I thinking of a compact experience like a compact but f- f- fulfilling experience like they're not out for the hundred hours. Yeah, you, you
1: just want a quick fix.
0: Give me 10, yeah. 12 hours. Like a really good gameplay, really good story, uh, and call it a day. Like, I'm okay with those experiences. Those experiences are winning awards. But you can't finish Guardians of the Galaxy, so look who's talking. (laughs)
1: That's very true. (laughs) Throw me under the
0: bus. (laughs) I did. Uh, The bus ran over you five times over.
1: (laughs) Well, um, before before it gets too worried, I don't really have anything else to say about this topic. So, I think we'll just wrap it up. We can uh, throw out the email mention. So, uh, we'll say uh, if anyone wants to drop us an email about this topic today. Um what are can you think of any examples of collectibles and games that you either liked or didn't like? Did you like those kind of games back in the day, or did you sort of avoid them? You're more just into the as Sarah would call it the more concise quick fix type gameplay. Um you know you didn't want to collect fifty different things in a game just to check off a box on your list. And what are your thoughts on on that topic or any other topic in the past? You can email us about anything, and Sarah's gonna tell you where to send the email
0: when opposites react at gmail dot <laughs>
1: that'll wrap up today's episode uh, happy you, groundhog day yes happy groundhog day
0: <laughs> he saw his shadow yay more winter
1: yeah exactly uh, so if the topic holds then that means next week should be about sports right
0: oh we can talk about goats <laughs> <laughs> perhaps we will
1: <laughs> yeah you a good idea now uh, yeah but thanks for listening everybody we uh, I hope you enjoyed the show we always appreciate your support we'd really love to hear from you so please send us an email and keep listening we'll be back same time next week boys bye